Let's all stand together and sing number 100, 180. <clears throat> 180. All of these songs were picked out and chosen by you, the congregation, and I'm really looking forward to singing together with you this evening. Jesus is Lord, my
God, you are my God, and I will praise you. Oh God, you are my God, and I will praise you. I will seek you in the morning, and I will learn to walk in your ways. And step by step, you'll lead me.
So thankful for the blessing of being here tonight. And Father, we praise you and we're humbled to be in your presence, Father. And Father, as we sing these songs of praise tonight, we just pray that we will continue to lift you up, that we will meditate on the words that are written in these books, the hymns that have been written. Father, we pray that we will sing them from our hearts and that we'll lift you up. Father, we thank you for the many blessings of life that we enjoy individually and as a family together here at Mount Juliet. And Father, as we dedicated this new wing tonight, Father, we just pray that we will use it to your glory and that the rooms that have been built, Father, will be used to teach others that will, so that they can know what your plan is for their lives and Father, so that they will know what Christ Jesus did and what salvation means. And Father, we thank you for the ministers who worked and dedicate themselves, Father, to your word. Father, we thank you for Trey tonight for his ability to lead us in song. And Father, we thank you for David and for his ability to bring us the messages that he brings to us. Father, we thank you for uh, the time and dedication that they spend in study of your word. Father, we thank you for Phil and what he does and for how he uh, leads our youth, Father, and for uh, the time that he spends with them and for the dedication that he has. And Father, we thank you for also for JP and for what he means to us and for how he uh, ministers, Father, to our family needs and to uh, the dedication that he has. Father, we thank you for our elders and for their ability to lead and for their knowledge and wisdom, Father, that they seek out through your word. Father, we pray that you would continue to give them continued blessings to be with them as they lead us, Father, in the ways that we should go. And Father, we thank you for every family member here and for each individual and for the ministries that they are involved in. And Father, we just ask that we continue to seek out the ways that we could serve. And Father, most of all, we thank you for your son, Jesus. 
It's hard for us to comprehend, Father, that you were willing to give your son to die. And, Father, it's hard for us to comprehend the pain and agony that he suffered. But, Father, we rejoice in the fact that we know that salvation came as a result of that sacrifice. And, Father, we know that he was the only perfect sacrifice that could be offered. And, Father, we pray that we would never take that for granted, that we would never, uh, Father, slight that sacrifice that he made. Be with us now, Father, as we continue to worship. And help us, Father, as we go throughout this week and throughout our lives, that we would continue to be a light that you would have us to be, so that others may see your glory. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. Let us stand again together. I'm satisfied with just trusting the to me, Mount Juliet. Wonderful. I hope you are being encouraged. I, I almost couldn't make it through the first song. I don't know if you could notice or not, but it sounds absolutely wonderful. Number 822. Sing songs, hymns, and spiritual songs to one another, singing to and admonishing one another. The scripture says that we are supposed to sing to each other as we sing. It is a tool used for teaching. The words that we sing, they do have meaning. Uh, Sometimes we sing them so often that we sort of become repetitive, and that's just normal. That's human nature. But the songs that we sing do have meaning, and the reason I'm saying this is because occasionally I'll drop out. I don't want to be the 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 person that's that's loudest all of the time. Um, So when I back off of the microphone, if we can please sing out to one another, it's absolutely gorgeous. Ladies, you have the lead on this song. Is. Eight twenty-two. 
We praise Thee, O God, for the Son of Thy love, for Jesus who died and is now on above. Hallelujah, and glory, hallelujah, amen. Hallelujah, and glory, revive us again. We praise Thee, O our Devo and invitation for tonight. <clears throat> There's a message true and glad for the sinful and the sad. Bring it out. Bring it out. It will give them courage new. It will help them to be true. Ring it out. Ring it out. Ring out the word. Land and sea, still far from Jesus, many live in sin and doubt. Ring out the news that makes men free to all the lost of every nation. Ring. It out. 
Tell the world of saving grace, make it known in every place. Ring it out, ring it out. Help the needy ones to know him from whom all blessings flow. Ring it out, ring it out. Ring out the word or land and see. Still far from Jesus, many live in sin and doubt. Ring out the news that makes men free. To all the lost of every nation, ring Sin and doubt to sweep away till shall dawn the better day. Ring it out, ring it out. Till the sinful world be one for Jehovah's mighty son. Ring it out, ring it out. Ring out the word or land and see. Still far from Jesus, many live in sin and doubt. Ring out the news. that we're having uh, this time of year, and I'm not just talking about school being back in session, I'm not talking about the Wilson County Fair uh, that's been going on, I'm not even really talking about the education wing and the dedication we had. You know what I mean when I say that it's football time. <laughs> it's that time of year where we're excited about fall, we're excited about uh, high school football is already in its uh, second or completed its second week. Uh, college football starts next week, and it, it's just an exciting time. And uh, I had a, an opportunity, a very unique opportunity, two years ago that, uh, that I'd like to tell you about just for a minute. Uh, my brother-in-law at the time was working uh, for a company that did all of the sound uh, at Old Miss's stadium. And so he would go and work all of the home games, and he was just there to make sure that, that nothing went wrong with the sound system. And with his responsibilities, he was rewarded with two all-access passes. He could go anywhere he wanted to go in the stadium with these all-access passes. And being the good brother-in-law that he is, uh, a certain Saturday in October, he brought me along so that I could experience my beloved Alabama Crimson Tide take on the Ole Miss Rebels. And I got to have one of those sideline passes And so it was an absolute dream for me to watch the game from the sideline uh, that day. 
standing 15 feet away from Coach Nick Saban as he barked out instructions to his team. And I was, I was standing on the sidelines and, and, and plays were happening right in front of me. There were a few times I had to, to get out of the way because, uh, you know, players would run out of bounds. And it was, it was just a, a surreal experience to get to experience that game that closely. But, you know, no matter how close I was to the team, didn't necessarily mean that I was part of it. There was a great linebacker at Alabama that played in the late 70s named Barry Krause. And uh, Barry had, went on and played several years in the NFL. Uh, was a very successful player. And now he is one of the, uh, the sideline reporters for Alabama's radio broadcast. And so throughout the game, I was standing uh, basically with Barry Krause watching the game. And, and I finally worked up the nerve in the third quarter to, to kind of say something to him. And I spoke to him and said hi. And and he just kind of said hi back just to get me to leave him alone, I'm sure. And, and I made a comment. The whole game, the, the clouds had been, had been kind of an overcast, but the sun broke out around halftime. And, and, I, and I looked at Barry in the third quarter. And I said, you know, I think the sun's really going to play a factor in, in the third quarter. And he just said, yeah, yeah. And so I, I kid you not, five, five minutes later, five minutes later, they throw it down to Barry Krause on the sideline. You know what the first thing out of his mouth is? You know, I think the sun's going to play a part in this game in the third quarter. My line. You know what? No matter how close I was to Barry Krause and no matter, no matter how many lines I fed him, it didn't mean that I was a part of that radio broadcast. You know, there are a lot of spiritual parallels with that too. We come to this building week in and week out. We sit here and we worship God and we sing praises, but you know, it's possible at times that no matter how close we are, we might can be far from God in our actions and the way we live. Open your Bibles up to Jeremiah chapter 7. Jeremiah chapter 7. The book of Jeremiah is a fascinating book of, of, of God's uh, struggle with his people. And his people have fallen away and they've, they've fallen into idolatry. And, and God's sending a, a very strong message through Jeremiah to his people that he's not pleased with the way that they've been living, not pleased with their dedication. In Jeremiah chapter 7, beginning in verse 8, God says, Behold, he's talking to the people here, people of Israel, Behold, you trust in deceptive words to no avail. Will you steal, murder, commit adultery, swear falsely, make offerings to Baal, and go after other gods that you have not known, and then come and stand before me in this house? which is called by my name, and say, we are delivered, only to go on doing all these abominations. Now in this time, the people in Jeremiah's time were, were living, uh, living in sin, and it lists the, you know, they were, they were, they were murdering, stealing, committing adultery, committing adultery, swearing falsely, they were serving Baal and other gods. But you know what, they were living in sin, but then they were coming to the temple, and they were going through this, this ceremonial service. And at the end of the service, they would leave saying, you know what, we're holy. We've been through this ceremony. We've been in the presence of God. And now we're holy. Yet they would go out and, and continue living in the sin uh, that was mentioned in this first part of these verses. And I can't help but think that sometimes that might describe the way that we live uh, as well. We come here and tonight we have... We have spent a, an awesome time singing praises to God. But you know what? 
no matter how close you are sometimes to something and how close you may feel when you come in here, sometimes your life can say something that's, that's truly opposite of what you're trying to profess. And so the people in Jeremiah's day, they went back to sin after they left that service instead of living the holy life. They were close to God, but they weren't part of the life that he wanted. In verse 15, God says, I will cast you out of my sight. So as you come here on a weekly basis, and as as you've sang these songs uh, tonight to God, did did you feel like you were part of God? Did you feel like you were a part of of his family because you were close to him as you sang to him, as you were surrounded by by your brothers and sisters? Or did you feel close because you were really living the life? Because with God, you can feel close and you can actually be a part of his church. You can be a part of, of the life that he calls you to live, but it takes an honest and a transparent heart. So tonight, are you living the life? When you come here, do you feel close to God? Are you actually feeling that closeness because you're living what you're singing? As, you, as we sing to each other, are you living the life that you're singing about? Are you, are you, are you trusting in God? Are you professing that faith to others? Can, can others see you uh, in, in your daily life? When you go to work, when you go to school, can, can others see you in the way that you're living? Tonight, if you're not a Christian, you've got an opportunity to put on Christ in baptism. And have all your sins washed away and you can begin a new life with him. And if you haven't done that, we'd like to encourage you to do that tonight. But if you've been living a life that, that, that's kind of far away from God, and maybe you just kind of, you feel close, but in the bottom of your heart you know that, that something's just not right. The way that you're living on, throughout the week is not what God uh, would want you to live and, and how you would, he would want you to live. Tonight you have uh, a room full of brothers and sisters who are ready uh, to wrap their arms around you and, and to pray for you and to encourage you and to help you make a change to where you can feel close to God and be part of God's family and be a part of the love and the hope and the salvation that he offers. If you need to make a change tonight, please do it while we stand and sing. What can wash away my sin? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. What can make me whole?
see you more often here in this building as we worship our Lord. Our closing song for this evening is number 823. Uh, We could not get through all of the requests that were written down. Uh, Believe it or not, I went in order. I went in order um, as they were being written down. Um, So we will continue to sing your requested songs um, as we worship uh, during the week. And if you would like to have other requests, um, I'm always open for you uh, um, requesting a song. I'll be glad to lead it for you. As we sing this song, if our young soldiers would please pick up the cards, we'll be led in prayer after we sing the first and the last stanzas. <clears throat> <clears throat>
Let us pray. Father, it's been good to be here today. So many good things have happened to uplift us as we walk through this earth. We've heard inspiring messages. We've sang praises to you, and we know that you have been with us today in this very auditorium. For the prayers that have been mentioned and for those that have, are on our sick list, for the communion we had here at this very table, for the offering that we have been so richly blessed to give back to you and to the work of this church, this congregation here as it spreads the gospel around and for our many mission points that are meeting just like we are right now. Father, it has been good to be here and we do thank you for loving us. We thank you for sending your son to be a sacrifice for us. We want to be in heaven with you. We want that to be our main goal in life. But it only works when we, as individuals, keep that in mind every day. As we leave this building, we leave the security of being here with brothers and sisters. And as we go off to our jobs and school, we know we'll face temptations. Please strengthen us as we go through those moments. Help us to know these songs that we've sung tonight can inspire us to lean closer to you and be part more of your family and not to be drawn away through temptation. Help us always this week to keep your son in mind, that example he said here on earth. We thank you for our families and we thank you for the love that has shared amongst this group here, for the many relationships we have, and for those that are hurting, Father, and those that are suffering, we ask that you give them a special measure of your love, and for those that are suffering and those seeking medical attention, we ask that you be with all the technologies that are being developed, and may they benefit those in this auditorium. We love you, Father, and we want that to continue throughout this week. Help us when we do wrong, and please forgive us when we do wrong as well. It's through your son's name we pray. Amen. Sisters, uh, Shelly Hackney and Brandy Gamble have come forward tonight.